1: Good morning, patrons. We're back at it on a Back to Work Monday.
2: Hey, you guys. You ready to go back to work?
1: This is Lucas in the Morning. You don't want to be messing with them, guys. They are bad news. Today, we'll help wipe away those Monday blues with Andy Baggett of UWBadgers.com at 7.15. And J.P. Cadorne of Spectrum Sports at 7.45. Yes, it's Monday, so let's get to it.
3: I think it's time to set.
1: Alongside Rob Vogel, here's Mike Lucas.
4: And since it is Monday, that means only one thing. It means the start of a long week again. No, it means that General Ben is on the board. This is a regular Monday thing. It is? I I believe so. Until further notice, which could be next Monday. And I'll walk in here and Dr. J will be staring at me. But Dr. J will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow. Correct. Correct. Boarding a Penguins jersey, no doubt. Well, we'll see if he'll be back tomorrow. Should be. Tonight's uh, one of those big games. I was thinking about you, Rob Vogel. Oh, oh, that's trouble. Over the weekend, because you always come up with these kind of shaky shticks. <laughs> To say the least, the good, the bad, the ugly.
5: Shaky is the best and kindest wow. word you yes. yes. describe Yes, I could
4: have come up with a better word, but <laughs> no. we can't use it at this time <laughs> of the day. That's no. the only word you could use on air. So we have the, this is this is on you. You own the good, the bad, the ugly. You own asking Uncle Lukey. Le- lessons or Professor, from Professor Lukey. Whatever yes. the crap that we're is, we're branding it. Yes, but I was I was just working it out in my mind because on Mondays you like to try to wrap up. What happened over the weekend? Sure. So, what, what first came to me was like, why don't we have like two separate categories, weekend warrior and weekend w- wiener? <laughs> and so, <laughs> <Okay>. right? Doesn't <laughs> right. this, this kind sure. of work? Kind of appeal to you already? Yep, I'm liking it already. Workout warrior and w- workout wiener. So, I give you some examples. Sure, absolutely. I'm this what you'll one you'll like this. too. Oh, right. I, this was a late. A, a late add-on to, to the program, and that is on Friday night, someone who you've ripped unmercifully, oh, on Friday dude. night, someone you've just torn apart and criticized came through in the clutch for your Minnesota Twins.
5: Who have I ripped mercifully? Oh, so Joe Myler, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: behind, one, two, two outs. And the pitch, a swing and a drive into left center field. That's hit well. Bradley back
6: at the wall. It's has oh! Joe!
4: And that was Corey... Provis. Yes. Provis. I The voice of the Brewers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so that would, would that qualify as a, a weekend warrior? Sure. Joe Maurer? Won a
5: few for him in the last couple of years. Oh, they gave up like about... <laughs> There's the shot. Best homer for wow. a
4: 230 hitter, punch hitter. Twins yeah. gave up about 50 runs in the next two games of that series, didn't
5: they? <laughs> they gave up 17 yesterday, <laughs> 10 in the ninth inning, yes. All
4: right, so we'll mark him down as a, a weekend warrior. I've got another one. Uh, this is a former Badger. You'll also like this, Kyle Turris. Double overtime winner on Saturday.
7: Here's Carlson. In behind his own net now. Slap pass out to center. Knocked down. Through the middle of the ice. Turris into the zone. Turris, his shot, blocked. Gets his own rebound. Cuts in. Scores! Kyle Turris wins the game!
6: I said at the start of overtime that the beast of Kyle Turris was well present in this hockey game. And he finishes this one off. By slipping one between the legs of Henrik Lundqvist on just an absolutely spectacular second effort. First shot, the Ottawa Senators
4: head to New York for game six with a 3-2 series lead. What the hell did he mean by that? The beast of Kyle <laughs> Teresa. I always uh, known I, him to be very soft-spoken.
5: Yeah, he wasn't a very big guy uh, when he was here. He he's put on some meat, obviously, on those bones. During his pro career, but good for him. You got a series. Your Rangers are in trouble. Not, uh, not, not, not yet. Rangers. Not yet.
4: Not yet. So th- would you agree that's also a good candidate for weekend warrior?
5: I do. I do. There's one other major well, event on Saturday that could have gone in that category, but I like that one. Well, wait, like wait. It.
4: I'm not done yet.
5: I didn't say you were. I'm just saying there was another candidate. All right, what else you got for All us? All
4: right, we we can't just limit to humans or two-legged <laughs> warriors, can we? No. What else we got?
8: Always dreaming that John Velasquez are in front. State of Honor is dropped back. Irish War Cry now moves up on the outside and is taken second. Battle of Midway is midway between those two runners. And then it's a three length gap back to Gormley. But Kraken has been unleashed on the far outside and Classic Empire is beginning his charge and he's coming wide as they turn for home and it is Always Dreaming in front Always Dreaming with Battle of Midway a length and a half behind as they come into the final furlong. Looking at Lee is making a bid now through on the inside up into second. Always Dreaming with a two and a half length lead of 16th to go. Looking at Lee is second then comes Battle of Midway, Classic Empire they're coming to the line and the dream comes true. Always Dreaming has won the Kentucky Derby Was look at it, Lee's second, followed by Battle of Midway and Classic Empire. The final time was 2 minutes, 3.59 seconds.
4: Uh, Need I remind you, that was one of my horses that I picked on Friday. No,
5: you need not remind me or anyone else for that matter. My wife also picked that as the winner. Good for her. We picked horses around the house after doing it uh, here on Friday. So
4: again, would you say
5: that that would qualify
4: as a weekend warrior? Certainly was for us. We
5: watched it like never before. I watched almost wall to wall really? Kentucky Derby coverage. Not because, really, yeah, because we had been there, you know, just recently for Spring oh, Break with we Louisville. I get it. So everybody, my wife and son, very interested. We were actually in Ben Milwaukee. hates the
4: Kentucky Derby. He hates horses.
7: <laughs> not <laughs> did true you at say all. That but to me?
5: No. you hate the Derby. He's a former jockey, so I don't. No, he's your yeah,
7: yeah, former. Yeah, well, now yeah. in
4: his new life, he could yeah. be a jockey. Yeah, not not in his old life. No. no, feel
7: bad for that no poor
3: way. horse.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and when that Clydesdale, <laughs> be at the gate. <laughs> so we had just
5: been to Louisville for spring break, so it was great because we watched it in every little place. We saw everything they did. We we were there. We saw the tour there. It's really cool now to see it when you were there and the building was empty. And now it's got 150-plus thousand people jam-packed in there. And you're thinking, how did they get that many people in there? That's pretty incredible. So uh, we were in Milwaukee. My wife went to a wedding. My son and I stayed in the hotel room and watched all the Derby I will covers. say this.
4: I started watching, and the Derby covered started at 1 o'clock. It's way too long. Right. Yeah, but it's sort of like the Super Bowl of horse racing. Uh, the one thing they do very well is they develop storylines, the narratives. They really do. They well, get, you have to because these and, are and, horses. And these you know aren't... what? We all like to, let's face it. We like entertainment tonight. We, we like the glitz and the glamour. That is really a big part of the. We like seeing Aaron Rodgers, don't we, and Tom Brady? Sure, yeah. Big Poppy was there. I, you know what? It's funny. I think unless I didn't hear it all, but
5: because we were watching this in the hotel room, when they showed the picture of Rodgers, Brady, and Katie Couric during the broadcast, oh yeah, that's who it was. I don't think they mentioned that that was Aaron Rodgers. They mentioned just, that it was Tom think- Brady and Katie Kirk, <laughs> and um, I immediately recognized Aaron Rodgers, but I'm pretty sure whoever was handling that on the broadcast did not mention that the third wheel in that picture was Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Later, I saw cool pictures of uh, Brady and Big Poppy and other celebrities, and uh, they have other races besides on their, what is it, five, five and a half hours worth of coverage. There's 12 races throughout the day, so they show a large number. All right, of so well. again,
4: would you give me that as a weekend warrior? Absolutely. That's yeah, absolutely I got one more. let
5: Wow, you're floating. But with we don't have today. sound for this one. Okay,
4: um, John Daly won a PGA event, like his first win on the tour since 2004. Yep, John Daly, and he went like bogey, bogey, bogey late.
5: That's what I was gonna say. He finished bogey, 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 not exactly bringing it home in style, but he brought it home nonetheless. Champions
3: his, Tour too, in his red, we white, should, and blue pants. Yeah, but this, was, this
4: was a Champions Tour. Yes, yeah. Uh, Vic in, in and in, what the hell is Insperity and Invitational in the wood. It's in Texas. That's the right. yeah. far I can go with that.
5: Right. The guy who's complained about uh, the speed of the greens on the Champions Tour and not liking them. Didn't play well when he was here last year for the AmFam Championship. But that'll bode well if he comes back here again to have that little Well I, gave, so. I just gave
4: you four
5: weekend Warriors. I think that's yeah. pretty good. And you didn't even touch on the real Warriors, the Golden State ones or anything
4: else? Yeah from the big sports. No, did you have something else for me? No, not, not of that. Not well, that big, that's going to be your job from now on Mondays. you're going to have to do that. <laughs> i got to come up with, with one more. At least well, one more. Well, I warrior. also have... Well, I also... Yeah, okay. I also, you come up with one between now and when we return because I've got weekend wieners, too. Okay. Oh. How
5: about the end that's of the Oilers? Can I put them
4: in their seven
5: goal... Well, do
4: give it away. Just well, you of, said come <laughs> up with one more, so I just came up with one more. Weekend Warrior... I suppose we could make it plural, Weekend Warriors, if you want to go with team concept. Okay.
5: All right. Well, I'll come up with one. I, I
4: prefer you if you just come up with an individual. <laughs> Fine. But I don't but want to tax you too much here. No, no. I will. I'll come He's said a rough one. morning. Yeah. Oh, so. exactly. That's a story <laughs> in a itself. That's a great all. story. That might be the best story <laughs> oh, of the day. Oh, no. Uh, so we'll come back with uh, Weekend Wieners right here on Lucas in the Morning.
0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
8: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones... Who get it done?
9: Are you going to have
4: a meeting and say, "Grow the hell up! We got a chance. We got a chance to be a pretty good team here. Just grow up and start acting like men." Marty, you know me better. I'll probably phrase it just a hair different
9: than
1: that. But uh, yeah, I will probably. Uh, Matter of fact, when we break up here, I, I mean, I need a few minutes with the team personally, then before we, you guys are allowed in there. So,
4: welcome back to Lucas in the Morning with Rob Vogel and General Ben on the board. That was uh, Mets skipper Terry Collins, kind of a, a bold suggestion on the part of the questioner. This all revolves around one of my weekend wieners, and that would be pitcher Matt Harvey, who's been suspended three days without pay for a violation of team rules, and you don't normally associate this type of penalty with a pro sports franchise, do you? Like a suspension for three days for a violation of what team rules? Apparently no. He didn't, he, apparently he didn't show up at the yard on Saturday.
5: He's been, uh, he was an interesting character when he first arrived in the league, loved in New York for all the different things that he did off the field and uh, being part of the social scene and now not so much.
3: Well, well and that includes a start, too. Usually, when you hear it for pitchers, you know three days is nothing because they pitch every what six, seven days. It's just but that includes money. a start.
4: Yeah, well, and it's the money that he's going to lose. Yeah, but that. it hurts the team too. It's a well, stop definitely that, hurts. You the team. Have you seen
5: his pitching numbers? I don't know how much well, it's hurting the team <laughs> right now. Not having him start, he's been awful. They are a
4: mess. The they Mets are. are a mess. Uh, the Daily New York Daily News, which it, <laughs> they're awesome. Yes, it's, yep. it's great tabloid journalism. Um, reports that the ban stems from a a collection of issues dating back to last season, and the suspension has apparently nothing to do uh, with a photo that was um, posted on social media Saturday <laughs> that showed a sex toy in one of the players' lockers. Oh, boy. That was deleted. Hello.
3: Twitter, I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there
4: you have <laughs> it. So there's my uh, one of my weekend wieners. Now, and let me state the case here that we don't have to have a set number, so I don't want to... Challenge <laughs> okay. you to find me another Weekend Warrior.
5: I, I already found a couple during the break. I right. forgot I had these sitting in here. Okay. In my
4: folder, we, so, so it's going to be an unlimited. It doesn't matter. We could have only one some weekends. Some weekends we may have zero Weekend Warriors and or Wieners.
5: Yeah. By the way, your, your guy Harvey, to update that situation, is saying it might be related to migraine issues and really? then some communication issues about him dealing with some migraines.
4: Uh, as an interesting sidebar to this story, the Mets claim Tommy Malone off waivers oh, from Milwaukee. No. <laughs> Your guy. <laughs> no,
5: no. Yes. That's how bad <laughs> off they <laughs> are. You thought the season was bad before. It's going down the tank now. I
4: mean, They are. They are just a total mess. Uh, Sesame has been out since April 27th with a strained left hamstring. Uh, so they're not sure what's up with him. Mets will be in Milwaukee this weekend. though. get your tickets now. That's the good news. Oh yeah! First, the Red Sox coming to town. Yeah, the Red Sox, and the best news for that is Chris Sale won't be pitching in this series. All right, so that's a weekend wiener. Uh, another one would be Cardell Jones, who graduated from Ohio State on Sunday. Yes, how's that? How's that for a, a endorsing Ohio State educational system? What Cardell did Jones he get? graduated. Well, Uh, yeah,
5: what is his degree in? Does it say there? It's
7: probably
4: communications. (laughs) (laughs) African-American and African Studies. He left school in 2016 when he declared for the draft, Uh, came back uh, over the spring, completed a couple of classes uh, for his undergraduate degree. This would be the same Cardell Jones who once tweeted, why should we have to go to class if we came here to play football, all caps, we ain't come to play school. All caps. Classes are pointless. All caps. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, the, Do you even want thank you to touch very that? much. I don't the, even know to value right. education at Ohio and State.
5: Not only just education as a whole, but the major that he chose there, African American studies. I'm sure it is a very legit, important topic that a lot of useful things can be done with that degree, but not only the fact that he got the degree after what he did and the way he devalued education and his time as being a student when he was supposed to be a football player, apparently, in his mind, but I believe, isn't that where a bunch of the North Carolina players got in trouble for, was taking African American studies classes that they all got the same papers and things on. So. Every time I hear that major, now immediately, unfortunately, for those who have gotten a good degree and made use of it, these people have the Cardale Joneses of the world, the North Carolina Athletes of the world, have now made me think and associate those degrees with those kind of students.
4: Uh, one more wiener? Warrior? Yeah. No wiener. <coughs> Weekend warrior? No, wiener. Uh, Colt Lyurla. No! Remember him? Oh. That's what I just had in my <laughs> oh, you got him? Category. Okay, That's what I got in my wiener All right, wiener I'll, let you, no, I'll let you no! set that one up. <laughs> no. I couldn't believe it when I saw that headline. I'll do, let me give you the headline, you can follow up. Former Oregon tight end Colt Lyerla apprehended after escaping from corrections facility. This was the guy that came into Green Bay. Remember it? And I distinctly also recall some Packer spokespeople and pundits saying, oh, yeah, this is the answer to the tight end situation. Colt Laherla. It was a steal, too, remember? Oh, yeah. This is a steal. They got their answer right now. So what else uh, does he have on his platter today?
5: The worst about this is the first news about him escaping came out on Friday. <laughs> never, a
4: good, never a really kind term, no, escaping. No, escaping.
5: It came out <laughs> after the show, right after Good, Bad, and Ugly. And that was my first reaction. Oh. Like, oh, this would have been perfect for that segment. But no, so of course, Colt, who had been, as you mentioned, in uh, Packers Camp. He escaped from the Washington County Community Correction Center. Minimum security. Minimum security facility. It's more like a dorm room, they say. He was found with an, op- there was an open window in his room, and he was found missing. If you're wondering, wow, how does a guy escape from some of these? By the way, when you escape from a minimum security, f- security facility like this, you are no longer allowed back. So now you've upgraded yourself, I guess, to medium security if you have to go back in to the joint. So he, he's not allowed back. Oh, but
3: he's going back into the joint. He, yeah,
5: he was in there for marijuana possession, drug possession. He's had drug issues oh, in has past. He's
4: been arrested twice this year for uh, heroin possession and forgery yep. on yeah. top of it.
5: He's had uh, cocaine possession. Yeah, just a lot of issues. Then he was found. Uh, it, it's sad. We're laughing at it, but it's oh, sad for it a, it hu- on sad. the human level. But it's just, you know, funny on the high school. Well, and he was security. signed.
4: He did but overdose, Pack- too.
3: Yeah. You know, yeah That's yeah.
4: so sad. The yeah. Packers signed. He's out of Oregon. He was a five-star recruit, uh, big-time high school player. was uh, always had off-the-field incidents. The uh, Packers signed him as an undrafted free agent. Uh, but he, was way- he got hurt. He got hurt in that, like, Packers family night practice in August of 2014.
3: 2014.
4: But there was some thought then that he might be able to help the team. And while others were scratching their head, why would you even bring in a risk like this? How desperate are you to fill that tight end void? You're bringing in Colt Lyerla and thinking he can clean up his act?
5: He's become to drugs what Art Schliester was to gambling, although Schliester actually had a little bit of success on the field on the pro level.
4: All right, so that he's a, my other weekend wiener. So I have I, one
5: more warrior for you, if you want. Okay. Actually, it's several warriors. So I've got three wieners, okay.
4: Harvey, Cardell Jones, and Lairla. What do we got for a, an additional uh, warrior? How
5: about a group of former and one current Badger, Annie Pankowski, a current Badger, along with former Badgers Brianna Decker, Megan Duggan, Hillary Knight, and Alex Rigsby, all named to the U.S. National Women's Hockey Team that will be uh, gearing up, training, and complete, competing in next winter's Olympics. Many of them have played in the Olympics before. Pankowski has not. Rigsby has not. And so they'll be trying out for Team USA to try to make the roster for a team that hasn't won the gold since 1998, but has won a lot of world championships in that time. But now they're, they've won a couple of silver medals, but not the gold. So why haven't they won the gold? Well, Canada has been in their way. And the last time they had a 2 nothing lead on them in the gold medal game against Canada, uh, and they couldn't close the deal and lost 3-2. to two.
4: All right. All, right.
5: and all their games with Canada are either a one-goal game, an overtime game, or very, very, very close. So um, expect those two
3: to be going at it again for the gold.
4: Uh, what do you think, uh, Gentle Ben? Do you think this have will have any legs, weekend warriors and wieners?
3: I think so. Should we get Eddie to voice something
4: too? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. All yeah, because right. he'd be perfect for that. He, Yeah. We'll we, add in some joke, too, you know.
3: Somehow
5: we need to get the Mobile incorporated into this. Maybe or the Wiener Whistle.
3: Wiener oh, Whistle. not right. you have a Wiener Whistle? Uh, not anymore. Have no. you
4: ever gotten a ride in the Mobile? <laughs> I, I bet it turned four, and I think I got rid of it. <laughs> have you ever gotten a ride in the Mobile and not the one you just purchased, either?
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Come on, well, now. You know that, the that, guys at hey, the shop might hey. <laughs> be listening to this program this morning. <laughs> I know he
4: couldn't have gotten a ride in that one, because it never starts. Uh, <laughs> This, this, right?
5: is so not, this morning was bad. It's going to worse in a hurry. Uh,
4: <laughs> we'll talk about some good news involving the Milwaukee Brewers. Not so good news if you're a fan of the Chicago Cubs. That's coming up next on Lucas in the Morning. Mike Lucas for Star Satellite, local authorized DirecTV retailer, and one-stop shop for your satellite needs. As a DirecTV subscriber and Star Satellite customer, I get the best of both worlds. A superior sports channel lineup and hassle-free local service. Star Satellite can help you discover the best programming options for you and save you time and money along the way. See for yourself. Let Star Satellite do a side-by-side cost comparison on your monthly cable or satellite bill. Call them today.
2: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: 5-2-3-STAR. And the
6: 1-2. Struck him and swinging. Ball game over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. An
4: 18-inning marathon won by the Yankees 5-4. John Sterling with the final call. I went to bed around 10-30 last night. And I had the game on. The Cubs and the Yankees, they had just entered extra innings. I fell asleep, woke up, fell asleep, woke up. Around 12.30, and they were still in extra innings. Then I fell asleep again, and I missed the game-winning fielder's choice. Uh, Starlin Castor, who goes 0-for-8, drove in the winning run with a fielder's choice in the 18th inning. This game was historic from the perspective that the teams combined for 48 strikeouts, 48 whiffs, 48 Ks.
5: How about the O for 8? If you've ever wanted oh. to say, hey, Skip, take me out of the game. Oh my you're killing goodness. me here.
4: Uh, Aaron Hicks, Chase Headley for the Yankees struck out four times each. Carl Schwarber, Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Edison Russell, and Wilson Contreras struck out three times. Uh, they brought in Aroldus Chapman came in the ninth inning. To close out the game for the Yankees, mm-hmm. Yankees led four to one in the bottom of the ninth, and Chapman blew the save, uh, the game tying run scoring when Chapman hit Rizzo with a pitch. Rizzo was two for thirty four prior to that at bat, and he hit him with like about a hundred mile an hour Oof. heater Ow. to drive in the tying run. Uh, it was a, it was a crazy finish to the game, and yet the Yankees found a way to win. They swept the Cubs. The New York Yankees have twenty wins, twenty and nine. Meanwhile the Cubs are sixteen and fifteen and need I remind either one of you two guys that you are Milwaukee Brewers after winning only once in Pittsburgh are sixteen and sixteen.
5: You need remind us, yes. And how about that the Cincinnati Reds are leading Which I can't believe. they got the worst (laughs) worst manager in baseball and the worst starting staff. You're a guy. And and the Brewers own them, especially Ryan Braun and Thames own uh, the Reds so far this year. Well, I'm glad you brought up both
4: Braun and Thames because there's some news involving both. Let's start with with Thames and Aguiar. Is that how you pronounce his name? Aguilar. Aguilar,
3: yeah. By the way,
5: to finish up your thought on the on the the uh, Cubs game, I was doing the same just like you, watching it about ten thirty ish or so. I was getting ready to hook myself up for a sleep study. (laughs) Fell asleep, ironically enough. I wake up at about (laughs) two in the morning when the game is like right at the moment that it's finishing. I thought I had slept through and was catching the rebroadcast of the game that they have sometimes late at night. I'm like, what? No, that just really happened. Ah, darn it, I forgot to hook myself up for the sleep study. All right, let's repeat this for
4: someone who just, it might have flown right over their radar, over their head. Yeah. Go ahead. You were getting ready for a sleep study because you've had trouble sleeping.
5: Correct. I'm not sleeping and not sleeping well. And uh, this predates uh, joining this program in the morning, so I'm, I'm, I'm ruled out hanging out here in the morning. <laughs> the Thank of you for that. Issue. I want to make sure to uh, get that plug so, in there right away. Yeah. So you're all prepared yeah. to
4: take a sleep study because you haven't been sleeping, right. except there was one problem last night. <laughs> <I>
1: sleep
5: <laughs> like, a baby. like a baby. So. You fell asleep. Major problem. fell asleep before you can hook
4: you up to the study. <laughs> the
5: combination of wow. being exhausted from a long weekend And then the ball game and whatever else I was trying to do. I don't know. Maybe it was a late dinner or something. Boom. I passed out on the couch and fell asleep. I will say that I woke up at like four in the morning today going, I kind of feel refreshed. That was almost the best maybe, night of sleep I've
4: had in a while. <laughs> maybe it's just the threat of taking a, a sleep study that puts you to sleep.
5: Could be. It had a lot of hookups and contraptions of that thing. Like, oh my goodness, I don't, I don't know if Have I. Have you do tried listening to our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Oddly, that was the first suggestion from my physician. He did <laughs> he, he say that? Yeah, yeah he's you know a what, funny what you guy. do. I got a program for you to listen to on podcast. Just put the headphones yeah, on, uh, kick yeah. back, listen to this, and that'll put you to I don't sleep. Don't blame him. Good idea. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, so. ninth
4: inning. Yeah, was that the ninth inning yesterday? You both ha- homered. Aguilar yes. and Thames. Yep. We'll play them both back to back. Yeah.
6: Brought home Keon Broxton and Aguilar with a fly ball deep to center field. Polanco at the wall. It is gone. Number two on the road trip. Number two in the big league career of Jesus Aguilar. Here's Eric Thames trying to go deep, and that is a no-doubter. Eric Thames. Into the chairs
4: in right field, John Jaso didn't even move. All right, so there you it's Aguilar, uh, I mean, he was the hottest thing going in the Cactus League uh, for the Brewers, and like 25 of those exhibition, meaningless exhibition games, he had 452 with seven home runs, and it has been a horrendous slump, uh, I think he was one for his last 29 before he finally did something in St. Louis, and then now all of a sudden he's found his, his stroke again. And during this, this period where he wasn't hitting the ball, of course, Eric Thames has become one of the better stories right. in baseball. But then he went, I, I don't want to call it, should we call it a slump? He went a while without hitting a home run. He hit so many in April.
3: So people were calling it online as a slump, yeah.
4: Is that what they're calling it? Yeah. he finally broke out of his slump? Burrs.com. Well, Burrs.com. That's the headline. Because all of us figured that he was going to hit at least 85 to 90 home runs. Of this course. Year. That's what you and had so, projected. And so he had fallen <laughs> yeah. behind tra- He was a little bit behind track there to get to that number. But he homered the ninth inning as well. So they salvaged a game out of the Pittsburgh series. All they did was rain. And all was, the rain has followed him around yeah. from St. Louis to Pittsburgh. And now they come home for the Boston Red Sox. That series starts on Tuesday night. His slump
5: coincided with his... Loss of blood and urine. And he said, I got oh, so no, much to give. Didn't. He kept giving he, so much. He was being tested. Think? Well, he started reaching test number four and five and whatever he got up to in his in his hit parade there as far as uh, meeting the tester afterwards. All right.
4: So here's, let me let me chronicle, document his slump. Uh, he went without a homer for a span of nine games. All right. Is that a slump? No, I suppose no. well, yeah. No. Compared
5: to what he had done to start the season for yeah, a month but and for a half, a guy had been in Korea last year. Yeah. Playing, no. All right,
4: what do you think? Over or under forty, over or under forty home runs for Thames.
5: I think under. I I'll really just do. go under just because that really? seems like the safer bet. Yeah, yeah. You I mean, think Forty is a you, lot. You
4: think that what we saw in April is more of an aberration than anything else?
3: That pace, I do. Yeah. Oh yeah, that pace. That's
4: like I said if he maintained that pace, he'd, he'd win the batting crown along with. Hitting more home runs <laughs> than anybody else.
5: That's, it's a long grind of June, July, and August to keep up that pace of hitting home runs. So I, it's safer the bet if I had to put my money down. And as we know from the Kentucky Derby, I'm a very good gambler. Uh, that uh, it's safer to go with the under. Did, you, did your horse even finish? I, <laughs>
4: horses? You had picked uh, three of them. I think not know the last okay. three. I,
5: I could go with a lot of different jokes. One of my horses, though, is the one who never finished the race. Really? Wow. Yes, I had Thunder Snow because I like the name. He's the one who came out of the gate and just started kicking up right away, and they shut him down.
4: They didn't shoot him.
5: No. <laughs> did not. Oh, did what do you said? they shut oh, him down shut him shut down, him down. <laughs> not shot him down oh, okay i, I want to make it clear i wanted to make sure that was clear i'm not trying to pop into the microphone as much maybe you're not understanding right. me when i say that the theory was slow behind, down the, <laughs> thank you the theory was that he was a horse who'd come from the middle east he'd never run on a sloppy track before right. and it was raining was, it was very muddy. The track, So he came out of the gates and immediately freaked at the muddy track. At that point, when I saw that, I went, oh, great. I'm just rooting That's for Patch. I want you the, the I one want horse who's got the one eye. Oh, Come yeah. on, Patch. Get in there. He was a
4: sentimental favorite. Yeah. He was. Uh, back to baseball. I, I keep trying to sell this, and no one's buying it. The, the, the Brewers shouldn't just settle for being in the rebuilding mode because there's just so much parody in baseball right now. You can't you trade should,
3: off any of the pieces, though. No,
4: you, you should you look at yourself as a contender until you're not. That's the way I. That's that's my approach to those. Who you should look at like that?
3: Craig Council,
8: yes, or David F- management,
4: management, management. Look wow. at yourself as a contender until you're not. That's all I'm saying. Because as you just pointed out, Cincinnati is leading the Central. That crappy team, but again, is 17 and 14 yeah, you can't do month that. and a half. You can't you season. can't do but, that but, because but, if you have
5: okay. a plan for a long term plan for building the franchise. You can't look at a couple of weeks
4: or a month right. and
5: say, all right, we're scrapping that and we're doing but this. But what, what, what are any, what,
4: what, you going to do? Between now be, and then, if well, you were you losing know, all of these games, what were you going to do? Just because keep of up trade, players?
5: If you think you're a contender, and let's say a great offer comes along for Ryan Braun that you say can build us in the right direction for the long term, then you have to take it. I'm not it. sure that
4: offer is out there for Ryan Braun. I'm not saying That was the other part though. of our story we were going to say. I mean, Braun, they, they were able to survive relatively so on this road trip without Braun, essentially. Right,
5: right. But if you the deal comes along, you've got to take it, don't you? Yeah, if or it flees, comes along, sorry, but I'm forever. not sure it's going to come along. Player. It might not. But any of these players, you can't suddenly change it because, like, eh, but what's know, wrong way- with the mindset
4: that you are a contender until you're not? Players well, and coaches,
3: yes, but front office, I don't, what, don't
5: think. What can does have that, that mean, mindset? What, how, how does it translate? The to way actions? you approach
4: you approach every day the same way. We are contender until we are not. So you look at the standings today: uh, Milwaukee's 16 and 16, uh, Red 17 and 14, Cubs 16 and 14. St. Louis sixteen four. I make the Cubs are sixteen and fifteen because yep. they lost late last night. But I think that means different Pittsburgh things to is different only fourteen people. and seventeen. If
5: you're talking about Craig Council, then yes, he should be trying well, to treat, manage to win each game. Yeah, the players, sure yes, they should be playing to win to win each game. Not like Council should be going in there and saying like he's a little league coach, and we got to give everybody a certain number now, of innings to develop. Coach right, who right, exactly. says that. Oh, uh, we got this young kid, and he's got to get in there and get some innings and get some Talks more pitching out of both sides but of But for mouth. The, the GM, the president, the people in the operations. They need to run it looking at the big picture and all the right. long-term plan. I'll buy that. Can I tell you one other uh, uh, Kentucky Derby story? You don't want me to save it? Or it's, it's just a quick one. Well, it'll be quick. We were we watching the rebroad. I was watching, we had recorded it, so I was watching a little bit of it yesterday because my you, wife missed and part it. And you bet on someone other than the winning horse? No, we <laughs> happened to stop on one of the stories. You talked about the great features they had. This was about uh, American Pharaoh and now the horses that he sired that are all right. coming to race. It's a tough par- part to stop when they do on the American Pharaoh um Having relations with female horses about fifty times a week to sire all these. You're not going to find
4: a way to get Aaron Rodgers in this, no, are you? No,
5: that's what you're. I'm talking about watching it with my nine year old, and your nine year old like, "Um, what's that mean, Dad? <laughs> well, how um, did you
4: explain it to him? At least you
5: didn't show video. Dad. It is bedtime, son. No, they sort of did. They did a. They, did? they showed the horse going into the barn, <laughs> closing the barn door, and no lie, the reporter was in there and watched it. And he came out and he said, "Well, I can cross that off my bucket list." Uh. Yeah, it was some like goofball entertainment a reporter, reporter came reporter out smoking goes. a cigarette. What was that all about? <laughs> yeah, what was that all about? I, I like, I don't want to. It was tough enough when we went to the zoo and you had to watch this with the giraffes, but now I got to explain okay. it to you and the horses. Oh uh, boy,
4: what a man!
5: <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's a
4: different ways to learn this stuff. All right, so when we come back, th- if you're a Bucks fan, are you upset today? Really, are you upset that you didn't get more out of your team? I'll tell you why next on Lucas in the Morning.
7: classy gesture here by the faithful at air canada center as they stand and applaud their faithful which have just gotten swept out of the second round by the defending champs as the cavaliers win game four by the final of 109-102 and for the second consecutive season execute sweeps
9: in both the first and second rounds
6: that doesn't matter to me I'm excited about us. got an opportunity to represent our franchise, represent us in Eastern Conference Finals to go play for the big one. So I, it doesn't matter.
4: Welcome back to Lucas in the Morning with Rob Vogel, General Ben on uh, the keyboard. Uh, it wasn't even competitive. The Cavaliers sweep the Raptors. I asked you before we got into this segment, if you're a Bucks fan, should you be upset that you didn't beat Toronto? I mean, looking at it in retrospect, I know Kyle Lowry didn't play the last two games against the Cavs, but I mean, now it kind of brings context to, to that series and how you blew your opportunity to advance. This is not to say that they would, the Bucks would have done anything more than the Raptors did against the Cavs. I'm just saying, man, Toronto was a winnable series and you couldn't get it done.
5: It was a winnable series. I don't know that the Bucks were "quote unquote" the better team. I remember someone saying remember, they were, yes, and exact, I thought that
4: right. after
2: the
5: first
4: couple of games, exactly.
5: But uh, it was a winnable series, no doubt about
3: that. It still
4: bums me out. They should have
3: beaten Toronto God. just for the experience of be of 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 uh, uh, winning a playoff series and then taking on the Cavs. Well, mm-hmm. maybe it was you the know?
4: inexperience that
3: did a man. Right? Yeah, agreed.
5: They didn't know how to enjoy life once they got up two to one. That you got to come back even harder the next game you got to put your foot down on him when you, you got him to, down.
3: You have to have the killer instinct. That
5: game four where Toronto routed the Bucks in Milwaukee and evened it up at 2-2. Oh, I was hoping because the of the lack around. of
4: experience on the floor that maybe that's where Jason Kidd could help.
3: Or Jason Terry. Yeah, you got know? him
4: yeah, to, to a secondary extent. Yeah, I agree. Then you, you have to manufacture experience when you don't have it, but they weren't able to do it. Now in those other series, who, who said that? Someone was going to get the Cavs before they got out of the East. Someone said that. <clears throat> Looking around the I'll room, own here.
5: where's that uh, cricket chirping noise? No, I'll uh, own it. Same guy that uh, said the Bucks were the better team. I believe.
4: Yeah, I'll own it. And then now I'm, I'm watching the game yesterday between the Wizards and the Celtics. And I'm just shaking my head, man. Watching it went on a 26 to nothing run. How can that happen? 26 to nothing run. <laughs> They're both fla- it.
5: They're both up and down teams that have their flaws that will get routed four to nothing. Because most one of those two like te- Cleveland.
4: If they're going to fulfill my prophecy, one of those two teams is going to have to do it. <laughs> they're not going right? to do it. One of those two teams is going to have to do it and knock off the Cavs.
5: Nobody's beaten LeBron yet. And you've got one I know of those possibly winning four times against him? Yeah. No, no.
4: John Wall had twenty seven points, twelve assists. Bradley Beal had twenty nine points. He was eleven of sixteen from the field. Isaiah Thomas 31 minutes, 19.7 to 14. Didn't get to the free throw line. I think he was pretty upset about that. They can call him fouls. Let it affect his game. Maybe Maybe the Wizards are the better team. I don't know. I can't figure that series out. Uh, and last night, Houston. Uh, it, it, this is kind of strange, too, the way the, the momentum is swung back and forth between Houston and San Antonio. We got a clip from that game.
6: Right back on the wing to Harden. Jab stepping on Simmons. He'll shoot the three. Got it. Net never moved. His fourth. James here in the second half has gone 4 of 7 from beyond the 3-point arc. Now 28 points.
4: James Harden finished with 28 and 12, 12 assists, 10 of 18 uh, from from the field. Uh, Kawhi Leonard had only 16 points. Aldert had only 16 points. Uh, Sam Decker played again. Sammy... Played 10 minutes that took only one shot, missed it, but had five rebounds. Good to see him back in action.
5: <laughs> it's the only series of this round that's interesting worth watching. Houston yeah, and San Antonio. But they're like
4: routes both ways. So last night it was the Rockets' turn, so they routed the Spurs 125-104. to 104. Tie the series.
5: It's been interesting watching the numbers, too, of Kawhi is the only guy who can give Harden any trouble in, in guarding him. He's the only one that can – he can't stop James Kawhi Leonard Harden, but at can least, guard anybody on the floor. Right, he He's can slow Wright. him down a little bit and make it interesting. Now it'll be interesting to see – how they respond. coming the way. And there was a storyline yesterday with Beverly, I believe it is, who lost his grandfather. Yeah. Very emotional emotion. for him. Very yeah, much so. Emotional press conference afterwards. Kind of
4: reminded me of the Isaiah Thomas uh, uh, pictures that we saw after he lost his sister where yeah. he, he was breaking down in the pregame. Yeah. Just emotionally breaking down. Now, at the top of the hour, is Brian Posick around this morning? I'm not sure yeah. if he is or not. But i got a, some hockey for you. I'm going to open the door to some hockey for you. And whether or not the Ducks can reverse their fate in Game 7. It's a, just an incredible statistic, what's happened with Anaheim. We'll talk about that uh, a little after 7, right here on Lucas in the Morning.
1: Okay, patrons, it's time to grab a little slice of cake and put on that party hat because it's birthdays, dead or alive. You saw it's your birthday. Here's Uncle Lukey.
4: I love Eddie Gaga's sound effects. Uh, Mike D'Antoni, best thing that's happened to the Rockets, James Harden, Sam Decker. Mike D'Antoni is 66 years old today. Talk about a coach who gets a second or a third chance. I mean, he, he was a bust with the Lakers. Uh, couldn't win in New York, but I'm not no. sure anybody can win with the Knicks.
5: No. Uh, perfect match for him in this rocket style run and gun. It's, oh, yeah. He said time. that if he had it to do over again, he'd do this even more so when he was back in Phoenix with Nash
4: and Sean Marion and company. You know he won 55, 61, 54, 62 games during his run in Phoenix. So pretty effective, pretty successful as a coach of the year uh, with those 62 wins. Uh, Fleetwood Max, Billy Burnett, 63. Not one of the main players. No, when for I Mac. asked
3: you whose birthday it was, it's no idea who this guy is. Yeah,
5: What, what did, what did sure. Billy play? Is he one of the original members of Fleetwood Mac? I think he, he,
4: he once went to a concert. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> close enough. He,
5: he dated Stevie Nicks yeah, for a week. That must have been it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> who didn't back then, uh,
5: right? I didn't want to make that joke. Uh, <laughs> your
4: favorite Harry Truman stories. Harry would have been 133
3: today. The buck stops here. The last president to not attend college. Harry Truman. Oh, that's good. Uh... How about the headline in the Chicago Tribune?
4: Dewey beats Truman in yeah. 1948. He only won 49% of the population vote. Hmm. How about that? Never Drop happened. Drop the big again. one. Could never happen again. Oh, never. <laughs> uh, oh, let's, this is a good segue from, from Fleetwood Mac to Gary Glitter, 73. Oh, boy. He's still in jail, isn't he? Is he? I didn't look that up he ran really? into
3: some legal issues oh.
4: sharing, a, sharing a cell with Colt Lyerla <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was
5: it the fact that this song played at arenas forever and remember. ever still. and ever
4: still. still at some places let's give it a little hey let's hear a little hay here let's turn it up
5: I, there's a story somewhere about the writing of this song and how huh. it came about and I remember reading it, it was so long ago
4: that I read it I can't remember much about it but it was just weird a sports anthem, isn't it? Yeah so, yeah, so many respects when you think about it. Get you go- Get you fired up, especially the it's so simple. A little bit. Not yeah, anymore. Right here it comes. It used to it. All right. All right. I know what gets. Rob Andringa fired up. on oh, one
3: group. Did you get Earth, Wind & Fire? I did, but not that song. Which fo- oh, So he had a specific song? Oh, I thought it was always um, September. Isn't that the one? Yeah, that's good. Oh. I think he likes the, he likes anything from All right. EWF. Uh,
4: Philip Bailey, 66 years old today. Uh, among coaches, former and current, Bill Cowher is 60, the jaw. Oof. Uh, Lovey Smith is 59. Former Badger assistant was here in 1987 with Don Morton. Saw the handwriting on the wall. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered
8: jumbacasino.com.
5: It's my little escape.
8: Now Judy's the life of the party.
5: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
8: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy.
0: The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.
4: I saw the empty seats in the stadium and
5: left. I was going to say, was it on the wall or written on everything else in town? Good
4: for him. He's at Illinois now. It's three and nine his first season. Uh, Hall of Famer Ronnie Lott is 58 today.
3: He's a tough man.
4: By the way, you said could that- he be as tough t- in today's game? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would be nearly as effective.
5: No, but he, de- yeah, the, 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 the delivering of hits is one thing. But when I think of his toughness stories, I think about him losing a finger or he, part of right. a finger. He and chose to play. cut it off. Yeah, right, cut so it off. He can go
4: back That's in. what defines his toughness. But the to one in. thing you don't you, you forget about lots it sanity or toughness. Yeah, exactly. A well, you, bit think, of both. you think toughness first with lot, but he had sixty three career interceptions. Yeah, and five touchdowns. And so, th- I mean, he was more than just uh, a guy that that knocked the snot out of you.
5: That uh, lot defines the forgotten aspect of those great 49ers teams. Yes, they had Montana and Bill Walsh in the West Coast offense. They had a great defense. And same with the Patriots when they've won their championships, especially early on. They were defined by their defense in the first few championships. Hey, Packers, you got to have a defense.
4: Segue to Van
5: Halen. Alex, oh, yeah. 62 yes.
4: today. Drummer. Uh, General Ben's favorite comic, Don Rickles, would have been 91.
5: Yes. Uh, question over with Van Halen. David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar?
3: Which Hagar. Van Halen did you like better? I've seen him in concert with uh, David Lee Roth. I have not seen Sammy, which probably we'll never see. What about I you? love the Red Rider. Um Red Rocker. Red Rocker, excuse me. Um, Red, Rider would... Red Rider would be the BB gun that I think. <laughs> Little Red
4: Rider. Story. <laughs> it would be Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback in <laughs> Kansas City. Can you,
5: can you think of another band that was as successful, or where you can even have this debate between two different lead, lead singers, singers yeah. that had this much success? I can't off the top of my head. No. Both of them were unique, and I, lo- I love both of them. Yeah.
4: On one last birthday, he would have been 85 today, Sonny, Charles Sonny Liston. Oh. If you want to read a bio, read his. I mean, yeah. most people believe that the mob put a hit on him, and he fixed the fight with, with Ali. Took a dive in that Cash time, is yeah. time, right? Yes, there's no question. There's something yep. suspicious about everything involved in that man, the bear, the brooding Sonny Liston. We come back. I got another couple of entries for Weekend Warriors. Or oh,
5: good because I may- don't have any Wieners.
4: Oh, maybe we'll we steal one of mine. I got a some... shout out for one of our own. Yeah, so do I. I, I, think, we, I think we're going the same direction. That's next. Lucas in the morning.
1: morning patrons we're back at it on a back to work monday
2: hey you guys you ready to go back to work
1: this is lucas in the morning you don't want to be messing with them guys they are bad news today we'll help wipe away those monday blues with andy baggett of uwbadgers.com at 7 15 and jp cadorn of spectrum sports at 7 45 Yes, it's Monday, so let's get to it.
3: I think it's time to start it up!
1: Alongside Rob
4: Vogel, here's Mike Lucas. And alongside of both of us, we have Gentle Ben on the keyboard. During the first hour of the show, we debuted a new segment called Weekend Warriors and Weekend Wieners. Among the wieners, Cardell Jones, who graduated on Sunday from The Ohio State University with a diploma that won't be worth anything anymore now that that education has been devalued by cardell jones uh remember his tweet why should we have to go to class if we came here to play football we ain't come to play school classes are pointless cardell jones a winner. small correction that's not true entirely that the uh,
5: diploma will be worth worthless because, as we know with Ohio State football players' history, he'll sell that diploma online and get some money <laughs> for very that. Good, very good. <laughs> very good. Where's a rim shot well when done. I need one? Uh, you Brian yeah. Posick joins
4: us Hi. now. Uh, we also had Weekend Warriors and a couple of additions. I think we're all going we're, we're to go in the same direction on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Adius was uh, singled out. Yeah. Uh, For his play-by-play of Wisconsin volleyball. Yeah, Wisconsin Broadcasters
7: Association honored him as the best play-by-play voice uh, this past year. Hard
4: to do, man. Volleyball. I tried uh, listening to volleyball, and then I tried to match it up with watching a volleyball Mm -hmm. match in person. Yeah, I got it. It Go so you know, fast. People
7: often say that hockey is the most difficult sport to call on the radio or television, more so radio, it's, though. It's but, challenging. But volleyball Both is of you guys just as it. quick, especially with the, with the rapid scoring. They got right. away from the old uh, side-out 30 points and all right. that other stuff. It's uh, it's so much quicker now, and John does a great job. So and congratulations a as well warrior. to
5: Pete Wait, the former Badgers coach, yeah. who was with him doing the color commentary, and I've mm-hmm. listened a few times with Pete. It's great with the two of them oh, together. Gosh. Pete does a great job with yeah. that and yeah. providing insight for, you know, Schlebs like us who don't know exactly <laughs> every little detail of all of Another yeah. weekend
4: yeah. warrior, Greg Gard, mm-hmm. uh, guarding against cancer. Yeah. The event, Saturday night at the Cole Center. They raised a million dollars in their yeah. first go-around. For research and, it, and
7: patient care. Yeah, and it was a great it was great, great, seeing everybody center.
4: there. Yeah. And it was also interesting to hear Gardo sing. I don't know if we have that. No, I our, don't
7: think we have him singing. A Garth Brooks song. Yeah.
4: With, uh, was it Madison County, the group? Mm-hmm. Really yep. good yep. group. He yep. had a yep. Garth Brooks hat on. Yep, yeah, I saw that. Uh, I, I, I saw thought the first video. half of the yeah. song was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Then he got a little overexposed. <laughs> 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 well, I'll leave it at that.
7: I'll leave it at that. Nice. Right. Right. leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we had Give another credit for trying. Oh yeah, right.
4: We, we, we have another weekend warrior. Uh, it's from Saturday. Kyle Turris. Mm-hmm. We can all relate to Kyle, former Badger. Let's hear it. Yep. Here's Carlson
7: in behind his own net now. Slap pass out to center. Knocked down. Through the middle of the ice. Turris into the zone. Turris, his shot, blocked. Gets his own rebound. Cuts in. Scores! Kyle Turris wins the game!
6: I said at the start of overtime that the beast of Kyle Turris was well (laughs) present in this hockey game. And he finishes this one off by slipping one between the legs of Henrik Lundqvist on just an absolutely spectacular second effort.
7: I think it's TSN 1200. I don't recall. Why is he announcers. a beast? I yeah. never knew him He as never a was beast. a beast. No, he's lanky. He's about 170 <laughs> pounds soaking wet. Uh, played one year at Wisconsin. He was a third overall draft pick of the uh, old Phoenix Coyotes, Arizona Coyotes, and uh, left school too early, in my opinion. But he's found a home in Ottawa, and he's done a real nice job.
4: Another former Badger surfaced uh, over the weekend. Cordelia's
7: that yeah, Nick Curdiel is now playing yeah, for the ducks good yeah, for him who got routed last night wow by you talk about seven to one
4: five to nothing in the first period yeah. and Roenick just killed yeah. their goaltenders at yeah. Yeah, Gibson break. was
7: just horrible last night. But uh, Leon Draisaitl had a had a hat trick last night. Finished it off to make it seven to one, and he's fun to watch. McDavid's been Connor McDavid's been pretty quiet in this series. What a great uh, player, but, though. Uh, but he's yeah, you can. He's just, the next Sidney he, he makes everybody else better around him, whether right. he registers a point or not. All right,
4: so explain this to me, both yeah. of you guys, yeah. you puckheads. Yeah, the Ducks go into another game seven. Mm-hmm. They've lost four straight. I know game seven at home. Yeah. Bruce Sevens Bruder. at home. Bruce Brodo. Bruce Brodo. Yeah. You can't just blame him all for now, This is still now the head fall. coach of Rob Vogel's. <laughs> Minnesota yeah. Wild? Yeah. So they lost in the first round mm-hmm. in 2013 to Detroit and yeah. then 2016 to Nashville. Lost yeah. in the second round to L.A. in 2014. Lost yeah. in the conference finals yeah. uh, to Chicago. All after leading the series three to two. Yeah. It like here, they, they were leading this series yeah. three to two. Now they're going to a game it seven. It looked
7: like they were still at home last night watching that. It was five nothing after the first period. Oh, that God, was, was terrible. Do we have any?
4: Did we get any other sound? Like maybe from the Preds too? Because I want to mention the Preds because mm-hmm. they they advanced for the first time to the conference finals. Yep, yep, you're right.
7: I'll let the crowd tell you what's happening here. That's it. <laughs> oh my gosh! For the first time in their history, <laughs> the Predators are going to go to the Western Conference Finals. Pete Weber and Brent Peterson, WPRT.
4: And I, I was surprised because I don't follow hockey close enough yeah. anymore. Peter Laviolette. Yeah, he's the head coach of the Preds. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he's the second winningest U.S.-born head coach in NFL history. Yep. Behind only Torts? Yeah. Used to coach the Flyers. Yeah, used to wow. coach the Flyers.
7: They they disposed of Chicago and then took out St. Louis, and now they await the winner of the Anaheim-Edmonton series.
5: So the team, without really much glamour, Nashville's long been a franchise yeah. without that other than good goaltending and defense, right, although right. they have Subban now for yeah, a big-name yeah. player. They had
7: Ryan Suter prior to that.
9: But
5: Having yeah. them in the conference finals will be great for the star power because the National Anthems, you're going to start rolling out oh. some big-name Nashville artists. Carrie Underwood. Starting with Carrie well, the, Underwood. Yeah, My husband is Mike wife. Fisher. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. The but th- the
4: crowds in Nashville are crazy. Yeah, they are. They've yeah.
5: had good attendance and good support of that team. Although years. the
4: crowd in Edmonton last night was pretty crazy, too. Yeah, I know. Too. That was, that was wow. Nice. Yeah. that's Wow. I'm telling people, I would love to go to one of those rinks oh. to experience that. Yes. Oh, Whether it yeah. be in Edmonton or in Nashville.
7: Yeah. Especially in a conference right? final. Sure. And
4: see TV final. execs
5: yeah. cringing a little bit about a Nashville-Edmonton oh, yeah. yeah, final. But who cares? It'd be great
7: hockey. Yes, it would.
4: Thanks, Brian. Sure. When we come back, we'll be joined by Andy Baggett right here on Lucas in the Morning.
10: The whole initiative behind Guarding Against Cancer is to help the whole state. And obviously we're in such a great place and, and have such a great platform here in Madison to be able to help the Carbone Center and the University and the hospital system. It's really a great partnership all the way around, uh, and the people have been unbelievable. It's really been overwhelming just in five months what the support has been.
4: Wisconsin coach Greg Gard joining us now from UWBadgers.com, Andy Baggett. Good morning, Andy. How are you?
9: You guys okay? Yeah, we're yeah. okay.
4: I got to uh, attend that event on Saturday night at the Cole Center Guarding Against Cancer, and the one thing that people came up to me and more than once uh, asked me about the relationship the friendship between the three head coaches, Tony Granado, Paul Christ, both of whom were there, and greg gard we've talked about this before um, there's so many common themes between all of these coaches isn't there and i and I tell people the same things they they 're really well grounded and what you see is what you get if you if you know they're different
9: they're unique people uh, and they you talk about wanting your Representatives of a company, and that—that's really what this is. This is a business. You want your people who are on the front page of everything to be uh, to represent, and they do. But it goes beyond that. They—they're such good people, uh, and and they don't—they would prefer not to shine a light on themselves. They—they they love talking about the other guys. They love talking about the other guys' teams. They have a—they have a uh, a fun fascination with. Uh, Tony on how, uh, Paul might run a practice or how he thinks or what he might do in a certain situation. Greg, uh, the same way with, with the other two. And it's so interesting to see their faces. They, they genuinely light up talking about the other guys. And, and I think that that's, I think that's very rare. And I think when you get right down to it, uh, this is the best in my time here this is the best group of coaches that I've been around as as far as the Wisconsin manifest goes.
5: Andy, they each have their own teams, their own programs to run with its, uh, with its own concerns. But how does that benefit, whether it's just their programs or the university as a whole, having the three of them seemingly get along so well together, work together, whether it's charity functions, whether it's, you know, coaching and sharing ideas. how, How is that a benefit for all of them?
9: Well, uh, I've been in tony's office when paul has been there with 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 in in the midst of a recruiting visit they are they are there for one another they are they are supportive of one another uh openly uh, enthusiastically happily uh, uh in in each other's corners and i think that that reflects uh when you see that and you're and you're trying to decide where to go to school or you see that as a fan or you see that as a as a potential donor, uh, you you can't help but kind of go, this is this is a pretty neat deal, and this is a pretty uh, great group of guys. That, uh, as Luke said, they're grounded, they're uh, they're Midwest people. They they weren't they they know what it's like to to coach and to lose and to win and to and to have a good team and to be a good teammate. They have all those. Parameters, uh, all those qualities about them, and uh, they respect one another t- uh, to the utmost, and I and I think that that's an incredible foundation for these guys to work from.
4: I know we focus on the on the revenue making sports, but when you take a look at the entire roll call here now for Wisconsin, this is a pretty good lineup, isn't it, of coaches on both sides, male and female?
9: Well, he and and it, you talk about this relationship that is that's part of this. You throw Mark Johnson into that group. You throw Kelly Sheffield and, and John, Kelly Sheffield, the volleyball coach, and Jonathan Sippus the the women's basketball coach, have become good friends. And there a, a Barry Alvarez, the athletic director, had a uh, had a coaches retreat not long ago where they all the head coaches were there with with the exception of one who I believe was doing a recruiting visit or re, in the midst of recruiting. But just how they all related, how they all talked, how they all. Uh, had ideas for one another, how they all asked one another questions about how the uh, their operations work one of the questions that was posed to them was, What's working for you right now what 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 thing are you doing that really helps with your with your uh, with your team, with your players, with your student athletes and you you got there are a lot of really good ideas. There's a lot of really good exchanges from that, and I think that uh, when you have that. When you have everybody on the same page, I don't think you can you can go. Uh, it, it makes projects. It makes uh, winning and losing. It makes uh, the whole process that much easier when everybody knows what everybody else is
4: doing. And, and there's some really unsung members, too, uh, amongst uh, the, this coaching fraternity here in Madison, whether it be Yvette Healy, Mick Byrne, Danny Westerman, who's the men's tennis coach, Chris Clark, B.B. Bryant's, They've all had success to various levels, haven't they?
9: They have, and what, what is regardless of what you say about them as coaches regardless of what their record shows they're good and this sounds so cliche but they're just really good people they' are they're people you want to have a conversation with and they're people who are able to have a conversation with you over something besides their teams over something besides uh, sports that they have interests that go beyond uh, just what they're what they they're, uh, they're locker room is about or whatever the whatever uh, circumstances might be bothering uh, might be a part of the the headlines these days and uh i really you you can't help but, but see it when you're around them and hear it when you're when you're talking to them and and so to uh, uh to to be to be with these guys uh they'll make you laugh they'll make you think they'll make you uh, appreciate and uh, most, most of all, I think in a lot of ways, they, they make you kind of root for them because they're, they seem to have the right idea, they seem to have the right plan, and they seem to all be grounded, tethered to the same uh, place. That's that, and, and that's a good thing.
5: Packers just had their rookie orientation camp. What was your first reaction when you heard Vince Beagle hand injury and then find out it's in a cast or some sort of rap?
9: Well, it's uh, he. It's a here is a guy who's had some adversity in his life, and you hope that uh, this is the first and last time he has some adversity, injury adversity with the Packers. But it, he's it was a it was a quick, opera, a very uh, instantaneous opportunity for him to uh, to demonstrate that he's not going to be hanging out in the training room. He's gonna he's gonna play through whatever the injury might be, and uh, to the best of his ability. And and I think that the, that was. Uh, the, the Packer media got a chance to see the loquacious uh, uh, Vince Beagle, Ooh, that's who's a willing good to talk about pretty much everything and and uh, and go into detail about everything and recount everything, and, and uh, the, they'll come to enjoy him as much as we did here.
4: And to be clear, uh, Beagle underwent X-rays and nothing broken, so it was not right. casted as much as Which, they. They just uh, patted it up for practice.
9: Yeah. So he's. Uh, um, it was. It was. Uh, it was a headline grabber right at the outset, but then it became something that uh, kind of routine for for anybody at that at that level. But the Vince's Vince's got a, the spotlight is a little brighter for him, a little hotter for him, uh, at least at the moment. And, and uh, I thought he handled it well.
4: Have you called anyone else loquacious lately? You. Rob, Rob Vogel, I, I was thinking describing, of no, I was, I was
9: describing Rob. your qualities to some friends, and uh, just yeah. loquacious was the one of the first ones. Loco, I think you yeah, called me.
5: Loco, yeah. The reaction in here was much like uh, Steph Curry and Durant when they heard kerfuffle was put to them, and they really loved that word in the press conference the other night. How was it phrased? Uh, there was a brouhaha on the court or something. On the court. Yeah, exactly. And the word was when that kerfuffle happened, and, they, and Steph went, Ooh, what was that word? He said that's great, and they're giving props to the reporter that used the word kerfuffle.
4: Andy, as a writer of some renown, have you ever stayed away from a word because you couldn't spell it? <laughs> I have done that on deadline. Uh,
9: I probably have I, one does not immediately come to mind, but I'm sure. You know, I'm sure that there's many that that uh, have, have stayed on the Loquacious would shelf be
4: one. Is, loquacious.
9: Uh, I've not used loquacious in a long time, certainly not in the in uh, story. You could verbalize it. No, certainly not in the written word, but in the, in the vocal, obviously. But it's, uh, um, there are many words out there that, that frighten me.
4: Well, thank you for expanding our minds and our vocabulary today. We'll talk <laughs> okay. on Wednesday.
9: Okay, guys, enjoy your days. The ceiling
4: is the roof.
5: The ceiling <laughs> is the roof. That's right.
4: Michael Jordan. When it comes to language around but, here. But it is true. There, there'll be times where I'll be writing down something, or even especially with Twitter. Of course, it doesn't matter oh, yes. with Twitter, though it doesn't. I no. take a different stance, though, with that. I try you to give. under they 140 right. characters. So. I know, but it's a totally different language. That we right. have on Twitter.
5: It's a unique language unto itself. You've got to shorten it up. You've got to change it to make things work in there.
4: That's always been one of my problems, shortening it up. It's been one of your problems, too, from what I can tell. <laughs> <the short> <laughs> Whoa. Shot. All right. Slow Shots fired.
5: Slow, slow down. down. All right. uh,
4: J.P. Cadorin will join us in <laughs> 10 or 15 minutes right here on Lucas in the Morning. Uh,
0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe join us customs and border protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself learn more at cbp.gov careers
6: interact in the cafeteria you know everybody has a, a way of doing things uh, obviously they're all very talented they wouldn't be here you're looking for fit you're looking at the person you know when you get to the practice field particularly paying close attention to the tribe players because you haven't seen those guys watching just the, their skill level you know how to interact and really
4: trying to get a feel for the ceiling Trying to get the feel for the ceiling. The roof is the ceiling, Mike. Not according to Coach Mack. That was Mike McCarthy. Welcome back to Lucas in the Morning. Rob Vogel, General Ben. Uh, these are rookie orientation sessions. They're showing them how to line up on the field. They're telling them what to do when the horn sounds. That's where they are. This is... Pretty
3: basic stuff right now. How to line up in the field, though, that should be for the veterans as well. It well, seems for... to be some of the things we struggle with. <laughs> well, all the defense. So the yeah, veterans really. aren't present yeah, right yeah, now. Right. I'm sorry to bring
4: yeah. that to your attention. It's oh, just I know a, they're not, but it's just a point. Rooks. <laughs> and uh, for anyone to start getting too in depth with analysis of how so and so looked during a drill in their lingerie, should <laughs> cut back, <laughs> Whoa, tap the brakes. Hello.
3: I didn't know they wore that during rookie
4: orientation. Lingerie football, wasn't that during the Super Bowl? I believe so. I was watching the. Super bowl. I must have missed that. Yeah. Alternative, oh. viewing? Uh-huh. Alternative viewing? Uh Alternative viewing. The puppy yes. bowl is what
5: everybody was That's watching. That's what concerned right? me even more about Vince breaking his hand when they were just he going. He didn't break the... his hand. Oh, whatever. All right. Hurt his hand. Well, there's we a big difference. Talking about it. it was you enough to be wrapped up or have a brace well, of some sort. You know? want to hear him talk about his hand? Yeah. Sure, let's hear, let's it. hear it. You can keep on spreading Shattered rumors. are
4: spreading rumors. I know. I was just jamming the, uh, the tight end for the last
5: scrimmage. All it was was just kind of hyperextended it. So it's not too much of a concern. It's not a, a season-ending injury by any means. This is a finger here. So it's, my whole body is ready to go. It's, you know, this
4: is football. You get nicks and bruises. I'm not concerned about this at all. Yeah, I saw the video. Robin, he said it's the hey, finger guys. here. Hey, what Whoa. finger is it? I said know. it's the finger oh, right oh, here. Did a a you see <laughs> the <it for laughs> That's
5: a Here's a the other <laughs> finger that's healthy. Radio. Okay? Wow. So now- did Good thing get we it? don't have the cameras in <laughs> rolling a broken on this. hand. What, what happened? Get that through no, your head. No, but it, but it made me think that here's a guy with a lot of story, being the in-state kid, being the Badger, former Badger, all of that. We know he's a hyper kid to begin with, as a, now a young man as a player, that I was just worried that maybe he was a little too gung-ho going into day one Whatever. and hurt himself. That was Trump a concern. Jump
4: to, to conclusion. Well, that based was a concern.
5: What? Based on the things the that I just to mentioned. Judgment. Yes, the, exactly.
3: Rob Vogel rushed to judgment I, every Monday right here. What is sports talk? Isn't that sports talk? That's, that's <laughs> hot takes. Two hours right? of that every day. That's your hot <laughs> take. That's
5: it. You're no kidding.
3: Uh, here's the point <laughs> counterpoint. You're wrong. <laughs> we go.
4: Okay? He was not <laughs> finger worthy. <Point counterpoint. laughs> Let me put <laughs> Whatever that way. he said, <laughs> never mind. You got okay? two fingers. <laughs> there you I Just one. Yeah, I
5: got a double salute did you, there. Did you need the Double-barreled
0: salute. Did you want to see the
4: finger he was motioning uh, to? No, I don't. Thank you. You know. Friday, I didn't get to my number one list. Uh, list? Did you list. say list? Get Eddie to work up something on that, too. All right. Because we can't have Dr. J trying to no. muggle his way through things. Doesn't do no. a good imitation? No. This was, like, uh, issued by the NFLPA, a player sales list uh, from March first, 2016 to February twenty eighth, 2017. So who's selling the most goods? Jerseys gear. or just gear? Gear. All, all, right. all, all sorts of gear. Shoes and gloves. And- yeah. Right. ball?
5: Levar ball. Oh, do we, we ball.
3: want to Did talk I say about that? NFL? Oh, my God. Did I say NFLPA? Well, you
5: said gear. Then you were saying who's selling the most gear. So I went with the Mr. <laughs> $500
3: <laughs> pair of
4: shoes. All right. So the top 10. These are top 10 sales. Uh, number one, tell me if you're surprised by any of this. Probably not. Right. Ezekiel Elliott was one, and Dak Prescott, two.
3: The team they play for. The power of the Cowboys. They had success last uh, year. Yeah. yeah. Tom Brady was three. Of course. Golden boy. Yeah.
4: Then we go back to the Cowboys. Des Bryant was four.
5: You can see that. I'm getting surprised how many different Cowboys are yeah, on this me, list.
4: Yeah, me too. They're
3: America's team, Rob. Come on.
4: I've, I've heard of that. That's cliche. Odell Beckham, Russell Wilson. Carson Wentz was seven.
3: That surprises right. so when me. So you haven't
4: gotten to a pack yet. Aaron Rodgers is eight on the sales list. Wow. Then Rob Gronkowski, Cam Newton round out the top ten. J.J. Watt was 13. Tony Romo, another mm-hmm. Cowboy, former Cowboy. 15, Jordy Nelson, 25, Clay Matthews, 27. Yikes. But here's
5: the thing. What do Carson Wentz, Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott all have in common? They're They're new. So everybody's got to buy their jersey. These other guys have all been around. People have their jerseys. This is why they come out. Like my horse. Hence, why they come out with new jerseys. horse?
4: You don't have a horse.
5: I had a horse in the Kentucky oh, Derby the one named that, Hens. that rolled
4: over and laid down. <laughs>
5: that was a different one. That was the one that you said got shot.
3: Or you that you said had them rolled shooting. Rolled out its back, started staring um, at the sky.
5: <laughs> Not true. Sort of true, like his kids. outfielders on his Little Not League team. Not true. As mom and dad are driving you to school no, this morning, no, no Did, horse was shot at the Kentucky Derby. you have any Derby.
4: of those? I, <laughs> had those had kids?
5: Hence. I don't think any of my horses finished better than like don't 15. Any of your
4: kids in the outfield just sit down, lay down, Look up, the sky. No, I, three worse, games.
5: worse. Yes, I've had that, but worse. When <laughs> our last game, we had a kid who was playing second base, and he turned his back to the hitter and the pitcher. And the, this kid had just l- rifled the line drive his last at bat. So I screamed. Unfortunately, it was right as the pitcher was about to release the ball, so I'm sure I distracted him. Screamed at the kid, turn around! So he didn't get... Uh, you know, a line drive to the back of the head or his <laughs> that's back That's poor coaching. That's, that's, that's all that's I know. You, you hit it. yep. That's bad coaching. How could Rob. they
4: not teach him the fundamentals <laughs> on. of which direction uh, to point? It's literally great. It's right? like in uh,
5: here. I try every day, but
4: you, if you don't, aren't ready to receive the message, I can't give it to you. How about just the blueprint? All right, if you're playing second – Look in at the plate. <laughs> don't look at the outfield do you, fence.
5: Do you think that message has the, been delivered a time
4: or two? Right?
5: I mean, we're looking at maybe, each other. Uh, maybe coaches. you get a
4: whiteboard. You could put it up there and just have them <laughs> pointing in the right direction. we at each other's not coaches too much to try to
5: tell each other, hey, do this. Like, do you think we've not told them that already 1,500 times? All right. I was yeah. going to
4: ask you both off that, that terrible list I gave you on sales. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe I've ever owned a jersey, a football jersey, with someone else's name on the back. I have. Who do you have?
3: Well, currently I have a, a Raji jersey, which is a little outdated really? now. But as a kid, I had Favre, Reggie White. Oh yeah. Well, but what prompted you to get a BJ Raji well, jersey? to be honest, it, it was, was a free hand-me-down to me. Yes, it was. a free All right. Be, well, I'm just curious. Still, I'd wear it. Packer game days.
4: How about you?
5: Uh, I have several. Uh, you I have probably a, have
4: hockey sweaters.
5: I do. I have all. I have twins. Jerseys I have too. baseball jerseys. Uh, let's see. I have baseball. I have a Rod Carew. I have a Joe Mauer, and I have a Mike Schmidt. From the Phillies, uh, throwback. Uh, I have. you have a Kirby Puckett? I have. Uh, I do not have a Kirby Puckett. Because Pucket on jersey. this
4: day, believe it or not, on May 8th, 1984, oh, yeah. Kirby debuted for the Twinkies. Oh, yeah. With four hits in a game, four singles he got in his first major league oh. game.
5: Thank you for setting me up. You know the great story about that. He got called up. Their game was in Anaheim. He got a ride, a cab ride from the airport to the Big A for the game. He didn't have any money. So he had to go into the clubhouse and get somebody to come out and pay for his cab ride for him because he didn't have any money to pay the cabbie. And then he went out and went on to his Hall of Fame career from there. So you have some hockey jerseys? I have hockey jerseys, but I'm trying to think. I have a Zach Parise USA Olympic uh, jersey. Where do you wear these? Uh, on to the house. Wedding, to weddings, the house. funerals, bar mitzvahs, you, you know, whatever. <laughs> weddings. weddings. some okay. functions. Oh, yeah. you know, where else right. would you that. wear such
4: formal attire? I, I don't know. That's why I asked.
5: I have a St. called State a hockey jersey. Uh, always in demand. <laughs> always in demand. I have an old Hard North to Dakota get. hockey jersey. Uh, oh, the, 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 the Fighting Sioux? Yes. Yep. The original uh, logo? Yep, yep. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, Great I definitely logo. Have, I have, have some you been to the Ralph's in Jersey? I since have. they since they changed the yeah, landscape. I was there for the grand opening. In fact, of it, the very first uh, they played an exhibition game yeah. against so, the Gophers. So
3: I was there when they were still the fighting. So how, how do you redo that arena? Because that logo oh, is everywhere. Yeah, it, in that arena, it's in you know granite
5: and marble. Yes. It's, yes. it's it's everywhere on the floor. I, they had it some stat of the number of logos, Native American Indian logos that were on there. And it's just crazy. It's un- right. like said, every row, every piece of weight equipment in the workout area. I feel I like a, there was no way to
4: get I, rid I of I've got that. another this date in history. May 8th, 2012, Josh Hamilton hit four home runs in a game against the Orioles. Four home runs. Uh, that was uh, the season in which he hit 43 and 128 RBIs. Think about Hamilton, it, it, I think was so much was projected of him. Yeah, I mean, it's through nine years, he's got 200 home runs, but it's an afterthought now. I mean. He
3: got a lot of money too. And now his body is
5: uh, injured, banged up, and he's had his off the field issues as well. And think of, when I think of him, I think of the show that he put on in the Home Run Derby oh, at the yes. stadium, and didn't win the Home Run Derby that year, right? But because he, of the rules.
4: There was so much promise wrapped mm-hmm. up in that body, he just couldn't live and up a to the expectations. Yeah, a lot Very of anguish. We come back bring a baggage. We'll bring in J.P. Kadoran from Spectrum Sports. He's next. I'm Lucas in the Morning.
1: Soft,
6: Brought home Keon Bloxton, and... Aguilar with a fly ball, deep to center field, Polanco at the wall, it is gone! Number two on the road trip, number two in the big league career of Jesus Aguilar. Here's Eric Thames trying to go deep, and that is a no-doubter, Eric Thames! Into the chairs in right field, John Jayso didn't even
4: move a call by Matt LaPay. Both calls by Matt. Joining us now from Spectrum Sports, J.P. Cadoran. Good morning. How you doing? What's going on, fellas? What's up? Uh, We were trying to revise our over-under on home runs from Eric Thames. I brought it down from 95 to 40. Where do you sit on
10: that? I'm going to... That's tough. I mean, 40 sounds somewhat reasonable, which is kind of an insane sentence to say. But it's also reasonable because he only has to hit what 27 more yeah, he's for the not rest that of the far year. Off.
4: I mean he could have another he could have another month like April, couldn't he? Or not?
10: Yeah, I mean uh, I don't know about a month like that because that was I mean that was the talk of all of baseball. That was how incredible it was. But you know it's not out of the realm of possibility to go on just short little binges of you know three or four in a week and then to go a little silent again and then another three or four you know two weeks later. So I think, you know, I will go 37-and-a-half, and a half Are we and i su- take, take the over, barely.
4: Are we sure yet that he's not going to just flame out? I mean, how do you look at that? I mean, in the back of your mind, is, is there just a little uh, a little something saying, well, I, I don't want to buy well, fully into him yet because yeah. I think he's he he's, he's, hasn't proven enough?
10: Yeah, of course there's doubt. I mean, you know, 29 other major league teams passed on him, you know, for, for years they passed on him, including the Brewers. So there's there's a ton of reason to doubt him, but also there's a ton of reason to believe in his success. And that is the fact that for those three years in Korea, it was constant. It was year after year that he was just completely mashing the ball. And he came over here and he's used those adjustments. He's used better pitch selection. Um, he's just a better player, you know? So I, I think a lot of it is real. I think there is room for doubts, but no, I don't, I don't, I'm not as worried about a, a flame out and him just, you know, ending the year with 14 home runs. I still think he has. He obviously has a ton of power. Um, if he stays with this pitch selection that he's been using, you know, I'm optimistic about that. I think that the pitching here is obviously a lot better, so they're going to adjust to him a lot better than they did out in Korea. But no, none, I still feel pretty good about him. Um, at least, you know, not hitting 400. But being a productive first baseman and and stealing that job because even when the season started we didn't know if he was going to keep that job full time.
5: As we learned earlier today, JP, and maybe you heard this, uh, Mike has decided that the Brewers should scrap their future, go all no, in, trade all. all their no. prospects no. because the team's around five hundred right that. now. Hovering near a, a possible wild card. You're like spot. the personification in of fake day. news. Really? Something, <laughs> something, <laughs> my, my headphones must have heard something a little no, bit. Oh, you just make up stuff. <laughs> no, for, Slow down when you're yelling man, at me. Slow down. Man, you make up stuff. <laughs> so, where are you on this fence of Let me, all in, go for the playoffs since you can't, versus build for since the future? You can,
4: the since you can't relay what I said, I'll, <laughs> I I'll relay it's it pretty myself. Accurate, pretty all accurate. I said is that the Brewers should look at themselves as contenders until they're not.
10: Yeah, that's a pretty good way of phrasing things. That's a lot better than what Vogel served up to me. Yeah, whatever that's a, that's he a said, much, that mumble a much jungle. better way of looking at things <laughs> because there's no reason to say, oh, we're rebuilding, we can't win right. for five years. You know, right. there's no reason to just automatically disqualify yourself. But at the same time, when it comes to June and July, I don't at all want to mortgage the future for something that's a rental. I mean, to me, it's, it's completely business as usual. If you see something that helps your ball club in the next couple years, then make that move. If you're getting somebody with one, two, or three years left on their contract who can help you, who can help your organization, then I think you go for it. But there's no reason to trade away some good young players for a veteran who you think can help your team at the, at the expense of mortgaging your future. Now that said, they also have a ton of prospects, a ton of prospects that get a lot of interest from other teams. I've said this before. And their top 30 prospects on MLB.com, I think nine of them are outfielders. You don't need nine outfielders on a roster, especially when you have three or four right now that you really like. So So they they, can afford to get rid of some guys.
4: So are they underselling and over-delivering at the moment?
10: Uh, see, I don't even think they are. I think basically just the rest of the NL is so bad. I think that's the reason why. The Reds are in first place. I know, and, that's and not that <laughs> and, and they're in first place with a 17-14 and 14 record. So it's not like any of these teams are good. It's just that everybody has regressed, save for what, Washington and Colorado? I mean, I know Washington's out there. I think there's somebody out west with a really good record, too. Um, just everybody else is playing 500 ball. If they were 500 and and the Cubs are doing what the Cubs should be doing, and other teams are making their runs, it wouldn't be as impressive, we wouldn't be as optimistic, um, short of the fact that it's just the Brewers are playing entertaining baseball right now, which is more important than anything.
4: Just for the record, the Yankees have been a real big surprise in the American League. They've got 20 wins already. Um, Houston's got 21 wins, so that would fall in that same category as teams that have maybe lived up to expectations, the Washington yep. uh, Nationals, 21 wins, uh, Colorado, 21. That's a surprise. So yep. maybe to define it in another way and pin you down on this question, because I put this to
5: Mike as well, and again, as we've established here, I, I lose things in translation when he speaks. I don't know what happens over here. But if you're running the Brewers and tomorrow you are presented with a deal for Ryan Braun or, you know, Eric Thames. It doesn't really matter who the player is, but one of those guys that's, that's been off to a great start this year. And it is a lot of players. It is a deal that is really hard to turn down, but it is a deal where most of these players are not going to have a major impact, at least on your roster, till next year at the earliest, maybe two years down the road. Do you take that deal at this point?
10: Yeah. So if you're getting a bunch of double-A prospects in return, like some of the best double-A AA out there uh if it helps the future of my team then i'm for it i mean ryan braun is under contract for one two three more seasons after this Thames is two more seasons after this theoretically your double a players that i'm getting that could be pretty good they're going to be under my control for probably five six seven years and if they're going to be good and they're worth it then yes i take the deal i i don't mind giving away this year to have five ten more years of success you know it's it's not about building to one wave. It's not about building to 2019. The goal, and David Stearns has said this, the goal is to have continued wave after wave after wave for continued success. To be, you're not playing for 2019, you're playing for 2020 through 2026. You know, I mean, it's, it's about developing depth at every single level, at every age, so this can be a consistent winner.
4: Oh, if you were a Cub fan. Would you be starting to get a little bit concerned? And if you didn't stay up, and I'm sure not many did, Cubs lost a marathon last night, 5-4 to the Yankees in 18 innings. There were like 583 pitches thrown, and most of them were thrown past Cubs hitters at the plate. Two teams combined for 48 strikeouts. So if you're a Cubs fan today and you see that this team is struggling a little bit to get off to a really good start, um, are you worried?
10: yeah I think it goes two ways. one, I'm extremely frustrated because this team should be better. obviously, we know what they did last year and it's it's hard to match what they did last year. I mean last year they were the they were the class of the league from April to November you know I mean they they can't possibly do any better than they did last year, but nonetheless, this should still be a very good team and their pitching has just completely came out as crap to start the year so They're kind of done and it's frustrating because the rest of the league is doing what it's doing where they should be running away with this thing. You know, it should be, the division should be all but clinched already. The other way of looking at it is that they're playing like crap and they're still sitting there, I think, a half game behind the Reds who nobody believes So as bad as they're playing... I, I think everybody in the world still thinks they're still going to win that division.
5: So the way I heard it this morning, JP, start the fire sale. Mike, let's go all in for the playoffs now. No. Got it? That's no, what
10: I here's think of what the day. you yep, heard. That's exactly. Those are perfectly <laughs> summed up. Well, me, let me <laughs> reiterate: you
4: are a contender until you're not.
10: That's how you That's have to perfect, look at things. Yeah. In Thanks. all seriousness, that is a perfect way of phrasing it. That perfect. That you need to believe in yourselves and do it until until you prove otherwise.
4: Thanks, JP. We'll talk again on Wednesday. See you guys. See you, JP. You and me ain't gonna talk again today. That's <laughs> for sure. I'm here any other you. day. I am right no. on here with you. Last call next. I'm Lucas in the morning. Welcome back to Last Call. This hour of Lucas in the Morning is brought to you by Star Satellite, your local authorized retail destination in Wisconsin's choice for satellite services. Starsatellite.biz. Hoping you get uh, a good night's sleep or not, depending on your status. (laughs) You regaled us with that story where you were going to take a sleep test except you fell asleep before you could take it. (laughs) Yeah. Wow.
5: Perfect. Maybe I just need to have it there.
4: No, I think that's the threat. The threat of hooking <laughs> yourself up to a device that's going to monitor your sleep because you haven't been able to sleep will, in fact, put you to sleep. Or an 18-inning baseball game on Sunday night. Yeah, that when put all of it. us to sleep. You keep, the beauty of that, you keep waking up, you can watch baseball. It's still going on live when I woke up mid-morning. at 2. You're right, exactly. That's terrific. All right, thanks, Ben. We'll see you again, I don't know, next month, next Monday. Next Monday. Whichever comes first. Thanks for listening. Dan Patrick's coming up next